Welcome to Ask Logical Episode 9. As promised uh, this week, I'm interviewing Debbie Hogg, who is the ANZI 2010 Coach of the Year. Debbie and I have worked together on a number of projects over the last 10 years or so, but um, more from the side of training than coaching. So today I hope to learn more about professional coaching. So Debbie, uh, can you tell us a little bit about your background and career? Yeah, sure. Hi, Darren. Um, I have been training now for probably about 11 years and uh, absolutely loved training. And when I work with people in the classroom, I was really intrigued about how you could get a little bit deeper with really good questioning. So to benefit me and to benefit the people that I worked with, I looked into life coaching and um, did, the pro- did the program, did my course, and that was seven years ago. And I absolutely, absolutely loved it. You know how sometimes you just find something in life and you go, this is what I'm meant to do. Well, this is what I'm meant to do. And I've been fortunate enough to have grown and developed and learned and jumped through all the, the hoops to get my various different accreditations along the way. And, you know, I've, I've actually done really well and I've progressed really, really well and I'm really proud of myself. And then obviously um, it, it shows and it shines through because of the award that I got at the end of April in, uh, in Melbourne. And that was ANZI Coaching uh, Coach of the Year 2010. So, yeah, that kind of covers it in a nutshell. And, you know, if, if anyone wants to learn a little bit more about it or ask me any more about coaching in general, then they can go to my website. And it's all the W's, and it's debbiehog.com, and just find out about it. Okay, great. Um, now, most of my audience, uh, I'm assuming anyway, because I don't even know who half of them are, um, are typically trainers, but uh, we, I'm sure we do have some coaches out there. So it's probably a good idea to explain what ANZI is to start with. Yeah, sure. And it's interesting that you say um, a lot of them are uh, trainers and some of them are possibly coaches as well because coaching really assists you or assisted me personally as a trainer and, uh, and, and really helps. So ANSI Coaching is the leading professional coaching association here in Australia and it provides support, supervision, professional development and a variety of other things for uh, for its members, and its members are obviously in Australia and New Zealand, and they're looking at going global very soon. But it supports anybody who's in a coaching role, and you can be a qualified coach, like I'm obviously a qualified coach, or you could be a trainer, you could be a CEO, you could be a manager, a team leader, a teacher, a parent, anybody who believes that they are you know, coaching their staff or coaching their children. And what they'll do as an organisation is, like I said, they'll support you and they'll give you supervision and professional development. But I look at it like they've got a big cupboard of fabulous tools and um, webinars and magazines and videos and uh, an enormous variety for anybody to help themselves get a little bit better in working with their team or working with their staff or working with the children in the classroom. So, you know, anybody can actually belong to ANSI Coaching if they want to develop their coaching side of things a little bit further, which I think is absolutely fantastic. Okay, that sounds great, actually. I think I um, might need to check that out myself now. <laughs> um, I'll also, I'll, for everyone listening, I'll put the, the web address for them um, probably on the screen and also in the blog, just if you want to follow any of that up. Yeah. Okay, um, can you tell us a little bit about the award? What does it recognise, etc.? And um, uh, essentially, I guess, how did you how did you win? 
Well, um, interestingly enough, uh, I looked at the process and you, you could either nominate yourself or you could be nominated. And it was funny, uh, six months ago I was coming from a place of, oh, no, I couldn't possibly nominate myself, so I didn't, and I completely forgot all about it. And then four days before the deadline, I was nominated by the company, uh, Life Coaching, the Life Coaching Academy, which is who I did my initial training with. They nominated me for Coach of the Year. So all of a sudden it was like, well, hey, I can do this. And so I went through the process. The process was absolutely enormous. Um, the ANSI Coaching Awards are actually processed by a company called High Ideals, and they're a membership-based organization for businesses and sole practitioners. And they are committed to actually setting very high standards of positivity, integrity, and impact in the work that they do. So to belong to them, you have to actually excel in those different areas. So they were a, a major influence in, in, the, um, in the standards and the code of conduct, actually, that I, that I had to work through. So the process was um, seven core standards for the Coach of the Year Award, and they were mastery of self, mastery of coaching, Mastery of business, mastery of industry, integrity, positivity, and impact. So working through all of that, I had to really come from a place of talking about how good I was. And, you know, for me personally, that's not something that I generally did easily. And it really stretched me and it challenged me. But at the end of that four days, after I'd actually gone through the process and the application form, it was such an empowering uh, process, and it was just so rewarding. At the end of the day, I was like, you know, I can do my job really well, and I am really good at this, and I actually deserve everything that comes to me from this. And uh, not that I had any idea what was going to happen, because I didn't. I then became one of the five finalists, and then I went to Melbourne to the conference, and as I looked around and, and, and you know, got to know these other finalists, who were absolutely fabulous women, um, and looked at their businesses that they had, their success that they'd had, and their experience. It was like, wow, you know, the caliber was really, really high. But um, fantastic it was. Okay, so um, you obviously were uh, the best. You got picked out of the five. <laughs> I've actually I've seen the trophy and everything. That looks pretty good. <laughs> um, so let's get right down to it. I guess for the people, for my trainers out there who don't understand too much about um, professional coaching, um, what are the core principles of good coaching then? In fact, some of them are probably listed in that uh, list of categories you said for um, for the award. Yeah, but, that's right. Yeah, but are there any other things that you might mention in there that um, are good principles for good coaching? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, co-creating the relationship that I have with a client, that's really important. Establishing the trust with a client because it's a place of intimacy. Um, it's a place where the client needs confidentiality, needs support. So you really have to make that um, space really special for them. And so that's really key to being a good, good coach. It's really, really key because if the client feels safe and the client can trust where they are, then they'll give you 100%. And that's what you want as a coach. I want my client to give me 100% so that I can work with them to enable them to actually shift and, uh, and move various different things in their life so they can then have a better, a better life, whatever that means to them, and it's different to everybody. So, you know, trust and intimacy with a client is really important. Um, being really present, so establishing that coaching presence, 
and you know being in the moment and that's the full focus of that one hour session that I have with a client so being really 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 present uh, also communicating effectively is key um, probably one of the highest keys actually to to being a great coach and having really fabulous active listening skills also being able to ask really powerful questions because as a coach that's all I do um, or that's what I do is I ask question after question after question after questions to just get the information and get the stuff out of the client and we just peel what well, how we describe it is we peel back the layers so you keep asking questions and it's really important for me to ask powerful questions so that I am on the same page as my client so that I understand where they're coming from so that when I fully understand from my curiosity place then I can ask another question that's going to actually help them just that little bit more so really powerful questions are very important having pretty direct communication is also another important thing and um, me and my personality I, uh, I find that quite easy I'm kind of like pretty direct but also it's it's important to be direct and, and and be in the moment and just make it happen it's almost like you know laser questions can be really good as well so you just cut to the chase and cut the crap basically so uh, and I, I do challenge my clients uh, quite a lot but in a very nice and very gentle way also I suppose facilitating the learning that's going on because there is an awful lot of learning that happens inside a coaching call and creating that awareness so really enabling the client to see what's going on and bringing things anything to their awareness because once we're aware of something we can suddenly decide well okay I can't change this or I don't want to change this so it's it's really amazing how um, awareness really assists in the call also designing action so when you come to a call with with a, with a coach you will actually go away from the call or it's it's key to go away from the call with something to do so designing an action that is going to help the client and assist the client to get to where they want to go and it's their choice of where they want to go and so what we do is we'd work together we'd come up with some um, options on different things that they could do and then we would choose an action or actions that they could take away so I like to call it home play um, and they'll go away and they'll do those actions so designing the actions for the client to take away is uh, is really good because you know then the client starts to get results and that's why the client comes to me that's why a client pays me and that's why the client chooses to work with me is because I get results for them um, will empower them to get the results so all I do is ask questions and then managing their progress and keeping them accountable is a big thing for being a great coach so you know just having that process moving forwards and then keeping them accountable all the time and keeping them accountable I'll send them emails I'll follow them up with various different things that I find that might support them or um, before they come to the call they have to fill out some form of progress that they've done you know what the what the wins were what the challenges were what they didn't do that they said that they were going to get done and the reality is is that we're all busy people and sometimes we don't do what we say we'll do um, but you know I keep them accountable and by karate do I keep them accountable <laughs> <laughs> okay so it sounds pretty intense it's, it is pretty intense yeah yeah it's a process okay now I, I guess we can get really caught up sometimes with um, terminology and I was looking at the new Certificate 4 in training course uh, just last week and they've got a, a whole unit now in mentoring. So do you see a difference between coaching and mentoring or um, are they um, the same thing? In my world and the way that I operate and the way that I view the world, 
I see a big difference between coaching and mentoring because as a coach, I work with a client and I'll, like I've just said, you know, constantly question them. Questioning, questioning, questioning is what I'll do as a coach. Um, and because, you know, the client, we have the answers inside us. And so what I do with those questions, then I'll get the answers out. But then what I do is when I put my mentoring hat on, and I do do a lot of mentoring. I mentor a lot of life coaches coming through to, to be coaches. And so when I put my mentoring hat on, I come from a place of experience, and I'll openly share my experiences, my pitfalls, because we all have a few of those along the way, because if we didn't have those, we wouldn't be where we are today. Um, I share my successes and I've had, you know, lots of those that have driven me and got me to where I am. And so I work with my mentees like that. So I come from a place of knowing and I'll share my experiences and, and, and you know, I'll give advice. Um, and so, you know, but one thing I do do with my, with my mentoring is that I'll mix my coaching skills in there as well. So I won't just give them the answers. Um, I'll do a lot of questioning as well that um, makes them dig a little bit deep to find the answers as well. But it's more of a more of an, um, a conversation based on my experience, and, and I don't have a problem with sharing anything. Whereas with coaching, I won't tend to share because it's not my place to share because the coaching call isn't about me; it's about the client. Okay. Now, uh, I guess the um, I actually had a competition a while ago where we looked at the the personal attributes of a good trainer. So, I guess for a lot of um, my listeners and watchers who got mm-hmm. involved in that. They'd be interested in seeing what the differences possibly might be, and there will be a lot of similarities between what you think the personal attributes of a good coach are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're quite right, actually. I think they will be quite similar because, uh, you know, being a co- uh, coach and being a trainer. Um, but generally, I suppose the attributes that I've kind of, you know, thought about and come up with and worked with over the years is being the best that I can possibly be at all times, um, walking my talk, and, you know, I've had lots of feedback and lots of comment on the fact that, that you know, I do walk my talk. And to me, that's really important because, you know, that's a big uh, integrity part that, that I think is really important. So I also work with a coach myself. I've had a coach in my life for the last six years. Um, and I think that's really important as well. So as a coach, I have a coach in my life. And, and um, yeah, it serves me very, very well because, you know, even as a, as, as a coach, Stuff goes on in my life, and, and I need to sort it out. I need to work through it, and not everything goes the way that I thought it might go. But you know, so it's working through that. So having a coach in my life, um, I encourage greatness from my clients. So therefore, it's important for me to encourage that within myself. So I'll work on that daily, and it might be whether I do that in a short meditation or whether I do it as a gratitude thing at the end of the day by writing out a gratitude journal or just really being aware of the fact that. Um, or of how grateful I actually am of all the fabulous things that I've got around me. So, you know, really working on that. And that's personally and professionally. So, you know, being the best that I can be and being great, being as great as I can be. Um, Also, looking at, um, because like I said before, you know, we all have challenges. And, you know, some of them are big challenges, some of them are baby challenges. But it's looking at how I deal with my challenges and how I overcome my challenges. So, you know, I have different strategies in place that enable me to do that. So I can get over the little hurdles or the bumps in the road or any major challenges for me. So it's really understanding my strategies that I have in place for myself to to overcome those. And I suppose something that I personally think is really, really important for, um, you know, for me to be a great coach is that 
I celebrate my achievements and I reward myself because I have an enormous expectation and will help my clients celebrate small achievements or big achievements and, and it's really important because you know what are you going to give yourself if, if you manage to make that if you make that happen. Um, you know, I mean, it might even be as simple as take yourself out for coffee and sit for 10 minutes in, in complete silence and just have a nice time looking at the sea. It can be anything to a holiday, to a, to a whatever. So rewarding yourselves for the achievements. So that's really important. Also having a vision. Um, I have a vision for my life of what I would like it to work out, what I would like to come in, where I'd like to live, the house I'd like to live in, all that kind of stuff. Having a really lovely, beautiful, wonderful vision to draw myself towards, you know, and and that changes sometimes and being okay with the changes and the shifts. So like, oh, I'm not going that way this time and the vision changes a little tiny bit. So being comfortable with that, but it's really important, I think, to have a vision for my life. Um, and look at how I'm inspired, you know, what inspires me. So, um, and, I, and I work with clients as well as to, you know, what inspires them. So, for me to be a great coach is I need to know what inspires me, you know, and, and how I create my life. So, you know, what inspires me is firstly the work that I do with my clients. I just love that. Um, the work I do with writing the programs that I write for empowering children. And so that's for teachers to deliver to children and that's for parents to deliver to their children to enable children to grow and develop and have better life skills. Um, and then, of course, I'm always inspired by my fabulous husband and my wonderful children. So also keeping things simple. It's really, really important for me and as one of my personal attributes is to just keep it really simple. And I just love that. So, you know, and, and you know, if you want to find anything else about that, then you can, uh, you know, contact me and just go to the website. Um, it's all the W's at DebbieHogg.com. And I'll gladly give you some more information.